Good morning. Good morning. We're glad to see you here. The um, boy, I'm going. I'm decided I'm going to have children doing something every Sunday. <laughs> you hear that, Katie? We're going to do children's stuff every Sunday. <laughs> I know. I'll, all right. F follow the link. Follow the link. Vacation Bible School. There's a link on our church website for the Vacation Bible School registration page. Hard copies of the registration form are available on the table at the entrance to the Family Life Center and in the hallway outside the children's Sunday school rooms. And then Harriet wants to talk to us about Relay for Life. And my fo folks, if you've never been to Relay for Life, you should do it next year because it's a powerful thing. As uh, Brenda and I walked around when the lights were darkened and um, her dad died of cancer and her sister is a cancer survivor. So it was pretty meaningful for us. Go ahead. Good morning. I want to thank you all for participating in Relay for Life. As a team, you know that you are supporting cancer research and you're supporting all of the services that are offered to patients and families. And there are a lot of services, and if you're not sure what they are, I can give you phone numbers because they try to help with everything. Friday night, we honored and remembered our loved ones with 131, and that's just from Memorial, 131 candle-lit, candle-lighted luminaria, and these were on the track. And as Joseph said, when they turn down the lights and you walk the track and you see all those memories, it is quite an experience. Our children, why don't you all come across here in the front and so everybody can see the banners that you made. What? Ryan, come over this way. There you go. Now, I assure you that Friday night they were not walking this tentatively <laughs> with their banners. But they made these banners, and um, as we made our walk around the track as a team, these banners were carried. And I have to tell you, they were some of the better banners there. However, I will mention, I don't know that the Brannons are here yet, um, Skyland Elementary School, which was headed, the team was headed up by Kenna Brannon and Carol Godfrey. Um, their banner won first place for the banners. So when you see them, you need to, to tell them that, how proud you are of them. Um, our very own pineapple candy raised over $100 with dignity and grace in the Island Wear pageant. Do what? Did I get the name? Oh, pineapples hiding behind the door. Um, and I must tell you that um, the dignity and grace that, that was displayed was quite a challenge when all around you have lost all dignity and grace in their presentations. Um, you might try Facebook, um, not the church website, 
hopefully, but Facebook, you might see some very interesting pictures. Um, our very own Caroline Watson raised $190 for our team. her flip-flops won the flip-flop contest and so all the donations that teams had made to enter their flip-flops came to Memorial's team and so we are quite proud of that and children I want to tell you your flip-flops are upstairs in the fourth and fifth grade classroom and you can pick those up today the purple tires are still rolling and we've already got $500 toward our team total, but they're still rolling, and we're just going to let them roll until they go flat. So um, if you're, in, they may show up yet in your yard. Caroline, I want, uh, yeah, you can you all hold? I want to congratulate Memorial because Friday night, our team had raised so many dollars that we're in second place as a team and Eli, can, hold this. can you hold it way way up no that's the wrong side sorry this side <laughs> i thought that dollar amount amount's not right as of um today memorial has raised look at that total eight thousand two hundred and seventy two dollars and eighty eight cents so, we are very proud, and that brings the community total to $109,275. The goal is $115,000, so um, we feel sure that by August we will have that. And Memorial has been a great part of this, and I thank you very much. I'm very proud of you. Okay. Let's all stand and we'll sing together. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name, sing like never before, oh my soul. I'll worship your holy name. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever before me let me be singing when the evening comes bless the Lord oh my soul oh my soul worship his holy name sing like never before oh my soul I worship your whole 
and pray with me. Dear Lord, we thank you. Thank you for just being with us another week, Lord. Thank you for just getting us through. Thank you for being with us and sending your Holy Spirit just to sit with us and help us in the hard times of this week and to rejoice with us in those wonderful, great times of the week. Lord, we ask that you just stay with us, stay within our hearts and within our minds. Help us, just fill us up, Lord. Fill us up with you and help us just to carry you with us for the coming weeks ahead. In your name I pray. Amen. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to Him belong. It's been so long since I sang that song and know. No simpler times of faith Won't you please come back and take me away Amazing grace, how sweet the sound That saved a wretch like me I once was lost, but now I'm found is that song still about me? All to Jesus I surrender. All to Him I freely give. I will live and love and trust Him. 
Is that still the way I live and know Those simpler times of fame Won't you please come back and take me away He walks with me and he talks with me Tells me I am his own Joy we shared as we tear it there. Now that garden is so overgrown and old. Those simpler times of fame. Won't you please come back and take me away? Lord, won't you write me? A new song Something to pick me up And help me along Lord, won't you write me A new song Jesus loves me, this I know For in my heart I feel a glow In my weakness he is strong And in my soul there's a new song And oh, those simpler times of pain Turns out those simpler times of pain Just one little prayer away If you will turn and greet your neighbor, tell them good morning, and children, come and meet me on the carpet. told the kids to stop playing with this and then I broke it. Okay, sorry Greg. Okay. Good morning. Do you ever have to have any help doing some things? Okay, I do too. Um, there's some things that I really think that I can do by myself that I really work hard and you know what, I can probably get the job done by myself. But it's so much easier if I have a helper. Like, okay, for example, when I am washing mountains and mountains and mountains of laundry, I can do that by myself. It'll take me a little while, but I can do it by myself. But I can get it done a whole lot faster, and I'm probably a lot happier if I have a helper. If I put the laundry in everyone's room, and then they can put it away themselves. That makes me happier, 
happier and, um, and I can get some help. I can probably put sheets on the bed by myself, but what happens if I put one side on and the other side pops up and then I have to go over there and put that side on and the other side pops up? It's just a lot harder if I have to do it by myself. Have you ever tried to go outside and play baseball by yourself? Eli has. It is really tough sometimes. You can throw the ball up really, really high and then swing your bat and try to hit it. You can do that, but it's, you're right, Jenna. It's so much harder. It comes down too fast, and you're just not ready sometimes. So sometimes it's easier if you have a helper, someone out there, to throw that ball. Like in what, Ryan? Exactly. Like on T-ball. Yes, you get ready when you're ready. And the and the pitcher doesn't have to throw it. Right, so you can just put it on the tee, right? Yeah. Okay, you kind of busted my whole theory there, but thank you. Hop up on that tee ball. Um, so we, we can do things on our own, but sometimes it's, it's better and it's easier for us if we have a helper. Sometimes we're a little bit stubborn and we don't really want a helper, but it's easier and better if we have one. And then we learn, hey, I can just ask somebody for some help, and I can do this a lot easier, right? Well, today is a special Sunday called Pentecost Sunday, and it's one of those Sundays where we talk about the Holy Spirit. Now, we are very, very lucky that God has sent a helper for us. It doesn't have to be a person standing right beside us or someone to physically be here. It's kind of like an invisible helper, right? And this helper is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps us by helping us make decisions about the big decisions that we have to make in our lives. It helps us by helping us choose right from wrong. It helps us by filling us up with Jesus and think, help us think about Jesus and the, what we do during the day. And I'm very, very thankful for this helper that I have in my life. The disciples were very thankful for this helper because they had a huge task to do after Jesus died on the cross. They had to go and tell the whole world about Jesus. Can you imagine having to go and tell the whole world about Jesus? That would be a huge job, right? Luckily, Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to them, and he was their guide, and he helped them, helped them to spread the good news about Jesus to the whole world. So I'm very thankful for that Holy Spirit. Even sometimes when I think I can do things on my own and I'm a little bit stubborn about it, I need to stop and realize, you know what, this will be a lot easier if I ask my helper, if I ask the Holy Spirit to come and guide me and help me make my decisions. So this morning I wanted just to pray about that, and I want us to be thankful for that Holy Spirit that's in our lives. Will you bow your heads with me? Dear Lord, dear Lord, thank you for sending a helper to guide my way. Help me be a good listener and a good friend with the Holy Spirit. In your name I pray. Amen.
Let us bow our heads in prayer. Oh God, this day, Pentecost Sunday, is the day that you sent the Holy Spirit to us and the church was born and started to grow and grew every year up even to this year, to this place where your church, your name is lifted high all over the world. And we come this day in all of that and we praise you and we humbly come before you. And we pray, O oh Lord, for needs of our church. But before we do that, Lord, we must confess. We must confess our sins. And so we confess this day to you, O oh Lord, that even though you have opened your hands and filled us with plenty of grace and compassion and forgiveness, we often have closed hands when it comes to others. We do not share these same things with them. And when we close up, O oh Lord, we shut out blessings which flow from you to us, to others. And so we pray this day that you'd forgive us, that you would allow us to share your bounty and to honor you and show forth your grace. Your Spirit has freed us from slavery to fear of sin and death and given us the knowledge of Christ Jesus our Lord. And so this day we celebrate uh, all that you mean to us as your revelation of Holy Trinity is complete. And also this day, O oh Lord, we pray for those who have gone through our confirmation class, who will be confirmed, O oh Lord, at, at our next service. And we pray for all this day within our congregation who may be struggling from pains of, of the body or the mind or the spirit. And we pray especially this day for the Steele family, for the loss of their son Andrew, who was a senior at Shannon Forest Christian School. We pray specifically, O oh Lord, for Reverend Narcy Jeter as she recovers from brain surgery for a tumor. We pray, O oh Lord, that you would help her, that she would have her speech would be recovered and her, her, her movement in her arm and her shoulder. We pray, O oh God, for the youth mission trip that will be coming up in June and for all who will be part of it and for the funds necessary to make it happen and for the leaders. We pray that this will be a blessing for them and for all that they, they touch and meet. We pray for Drew who passed away. We pray for Brett Claycamp. We pray for Lee and Mark and Carson. We pray for their family and Catherine. We pray for Brett who has, was injured uh, in Afghanistan and who is being treated and who is now uh, stateside at Walter Reed Hospital. We pray, oh God, for his continued recovery and eventually his return home to us here at Memorial. We pray all these prayers, dear God, in the name of Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying this prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. This is Pentecost Sunday. And, uh, you know, if I had been thinking about it quick enough, I'd said we should have had a birthday celebration. And we could have all wore red and had red cupcakes. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? Or red donuts and red punch. We might do that next year to celebrate the birth of the church. But Jesus promised his disciples before he left and went to heaven. Now, you know, I told you that he's been wandering around. Seeing, people have been seeing the risen Christ for days. And last Sunday was Ascension Sunday. And we didn't really get to mention that because we had our children's thing. But now he's gone to heaven and he told his disciples to wait for the next gift that he would send. And this is the revelation of the Holy Trinity now. We see God's revelation as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And so he had promised his disciples, and that's where I'm reading from in John chapter 14. Here was his promise that he gave them before he was crucified. He said, all this I have spoken while still with you. But the, the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I've said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives, and do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. This is the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You see, with that comes all these promises that I'm always with you. You're not alone through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Gracious God, help us to understand that if we have the Holy Spirit with us and we are open to its leading, we can soar. We can soar as high and as fast as any plane. We can soar. Help us individually in, in, receive the Holy Spirit. And, and let it guide us and use us. And let us as a church understand our mission, how important it is. And we pray in your name. Amen. You know, the only reason we're gathered here, and every time we get together, uh, you know, it's important just us to remind that the only reason we gather is because of our mission. Our mission, we are God's people on earth. Our mission is to take God's message to the world. That is our existence. That's the reason we exist. That's why we're called into existence. But sometimes we get sidetracked. Uh, recently we had a visioning process, and already out of that visioning process, it's starting conversations about lots of things throughout our church. And we'll have another one in about 60 days, a follow-up led by the same person who led us before. And anyone who weren't, wasn't part of that then, you can be part of it uh, uh, coming up. Again, watch for announcements and things. But the thing, so I wanted to speak to you just briefly today because this is the birth of the church and the church had this mandate to go into all the world and when you think about it, that mandate came down to 11 people. 11 people. And that 11 who took that mandate serious and were filled with the Holy Spirit has created the billion, there's over, a, I think it's close to a billion and a half people on this planet who profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So it's important for us to know that we have the same mission those 11 had. And we have this mission because we had really basically three things. We have the reason for our mission, we have a resource for our mission, and we have a responsibility for our mission. And of course the reason for the mission, as I've already said, is Jesus Christ. And I think that it's important today more than ever 
that people know what we believe and why we believe it. There's a lot of people today who say it doesn't matter what you believe, but it does. It matters, it matters more than ever what you believe because what you believe affects the way you act. And, and so we have basic beliefs about Jesus Christ, and I want to just tell you some of mine. I believe that Jesus was God in the flesh. I believe he performed real miracles. I believe that you'll never find a better system of ethics than what was presented by Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount. And if we want to do away with uh, our problems that we have in this world, we probably need to just go back to the Sermon on the Mount and learn its basic lessons. I do believe that uh, Jesus experienced all the things we experience. I believe when he died, he paid the debt for our sins. I believe that he rose from the dead. I believe he ascended into heaven. And I believe he's coming back. And it's sooner than before. And because we're compelled by the love of God, we have a reason for our mission, and that is Jesus Christ. Your love for Jesus Christ should be the reason for our mission. It's easy for us to get sidetracked, though, and start to think that our mission is simply on what satisfies us, what pleases us, what makes us more comfortable, um, what is it in, what's in it for me. And this is a mindset, really, of, of, of a lot of people in the world today. But it's your love of Christ that's the reason for the mission. The resource for the mission is one I've already talked about, the Holy Spirit. You know, in the Scripture it says God never asks us to do, well, there's principles in there. God never asks us to do something but what He enables us to do it. And before the Lord ascended to heaven, He gave a commission, to, like I said to those 11, about going and sharing the good news, the share, the stuff I've taught you and baptism in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is a wonderful, wonderful thing that we, are, we, we participate in. Uh, just last, uh, at the Relay for Life, there's a couple came up to me who'd been coming to church at 11 o'clock service, said they were interested in joining our church. Uh, I always ask them, you know, what is it that brought you here and stuff? And and they said, well, one of the things I, we like is that, you know, you preach, you don't, you, you preach the Word of God, you don't, you don't tiptoe around it, you preach the Word of God, you lay it out there and you let us respond. And, uh, I, and they said, when can we join? And I said, well, I said, you know, one thing I've been trying to do is have, think, not, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep doing this, <laughs> is have... Whatever we're doing on that particular Sunday, that be the highlight. For example, we have a baptism coming up next Sunday. Uh, Burdette, baby, is being baptized. I didn't want to baptize two babies, two different families on that day. I wanted it to be special for that family, you know. And so I've done that, and we've been looking ahead. It's funny because the Eddie family, we had a hard time coming up with a date. They're back here in the back. He's back there walking his baby around right now because we're trying to make sure that what we did. So I was looking out, and I said, you know what? I can't join you till about July, <laughs> which is a good thing to have, isn't it? A good problem to have. It's because of people coming. Um, there's a couple going to join uh, coming up in June who I asked them why they joined this church and they said, we showed up the day you did the marriage reaffirmation service. They're not married, they're young. 
And they said, everybody was apologizing to us, saying, oh, we're sorry you come when we weren't having a regular service. And they said, that's, we were so thrilled about that service that your church thought that was important to do, that we said, this is the church for us. So you never know how things like this will affect. The task we have is not impossible. It's not impossible. And the Holy Spirit's the resource for our job. In Acts 3, there's a wonderful example of Peter and John who, who encounter this man who's lame and he's crying out for money. And Peter and John walk up to him and they say, we don't have any money to give you, but what we can give you is this. We can give you Jesus Christ. And just by speaking Jesus Christ to this man, he was healed. The religious leaders, of course, were upset about this, and they called them in to, to, uh, to question them, and they said, Who gave you the power to do this? And Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said, It's by the name of Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you completely healed. And then there's another verse there where it says, When they saw the courage, it takes courage to be a Christian today. It takes courage to be a Christian in the United States today. When you, when you see the courage of Peter and John, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized they were ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. Now here's the point. Ordinary people, that's all I am. That's all you are. Ordinary people filled with the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ can do extraordinary things. Nothing is impossible with God when we recognize that God is the resource, the resource for our mission. I don't know how many of you know Tony Campolo. I can never always mess his name up. He's a Christian author. He writes a lot of things. And he had been invited to speak at this at a woman's uh, uh, meeting, a uh, women organization's meeting. And uh, before he spoke the president got up and read a letter from a missionary. And in the letter, the missionary expressed a need for $4,000 to take care of an emergency that had cropped up. So the president of the organization, she said, we need to pray that God will provide the resources to meet the need of this missionary. And she asked Reverend Campolo, she says, she says Reverend, will you please pray for us? In which he immediately said, no. No. <laughs> She said, I beg your pardon. He said, no, I won't pray for that. He says, I believe that God has already provided the resources and all that we need to do is to use them. He says, here's what I'm going to do. He said, I'm going to step up to this table and I'm going to take every bit of cash that I have in my pocket and I'm going to lay it down for this need. And I believe God's provided the resources already and I'm going to ask you to do the same thing. Well, the president of the group, she chuckled. She says, oh, we get the point. So let's remember that we're to give sacrificially. And he says, no, he interrupted her. That is not what I'm trying to teach you at all. I'm trying to teach you that God has already provided for this missionary right here, right now. And he walked up and put down the money he had in his pocket. Then he looked at the, at the woman and he says, you're next. I tell you one thing, he had a lot of courage, okay? He had a lot of courage. She reluctantly walked up, opened her purse, and took out all the money she had, which happened to be $40, she put it on the table. One by one, the rest of the ladies made their way up to the table, some happier than others. <laughs>
Some unhappier than others. Finally, the last woman came, laid the money down. Tony started counting it out. He says, now here's the lesson. He said, God always supplies for our needs. And he supplied for this missionary too. The only problem was we were keeping it for ourselves. Now let's pray and thank God for his provision. Because to the penny, not one dollar more, not one dollar less, to the penny is what they collected, the $4,000. Okay, Friends, our resource is the Holy Spirit. You have to have that kind of risk-taking faith for the Holy Spirit to work through your life. The God has given us spiritual gifts. God has given us talents. God has given us financial resources. God has given us everything we need to do the work God will call us to do. We just have to take seriously our responsibility to be faithful, to be faithful. And that's my last point. <clears throat> we are responsible. We're the ones who have to be faithful. No one else. No one's going to step up and do it for us. It's us. I want to tell you another quick story. This is found in 2 Kings. And here's the situation. There's a, there's a battle going on, okay? And a city's being sieged. And it's a terrible situation. And there's four lepers, in chapter 7 it says, there's four lepers at the city gates discussing what they need to do. And they said, well, we could surrender. The enemy might kill us. But if we don't surrender, we're probably going to die anyway. But if we surrender, maybe we can get something to eat. And then we'd be better off than we are now. So they make their way into the, to the army's camp to surrender. But in the meantime, the Bible tells us that God had caused the king uh, of, of this invading army to hear the sound of hoofbeats and the sound of, of a rolling chariots of a mighty army coming. You know, like, oh, I hear coming across the hill another army. Frightened, fleeing for their lives, they leave behind tables full of food. These four lepers walk into the enemy camp to surrender. There's nobody there. They go into the tents. They see tables full of food. They're starving. They begin to gorge themselves. They see silver and gold and fine clothing. They start carrying it away and hiding it, you know, just outside the camp. Then suddenly, then suddenly this wonderful verse, chapter 7, verse 9. Then they said to each other, we're not doing right. This is a day of good news and we're keeping it to ourselves. And so they run back to the city and tell the people the good news. And the starving people come and, they fed, and they're fed and they're satisfied. Friends, this is a day of good news. Every Sunday is a day of good news. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Christ is our reason for our mission. It's a day of good news and it's wrong for us to keep it to ourselves. We have to take it to the world. And so I hope that this day, this Pentecost day, that the Holy Spirit came down and, in, and just flew all over those 11 and they started talking in all different languages. You see, God gave them the gift that they could go speak other languages to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. I hope that this day, some moment of this day, I hope and pray that the Holy Spirit, you'll feel the Holy Spirit's presence in your life and, and you'll respond to it, react to it, and remember... The reason of our mission is Christ Jesus. Our resource is the Holy Spirit. And our responsibility is to take this mission to the world and share the good news. Amen.
Amen. Let's stand and affirm our faith with our affirmation. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in Jesus, the Word made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We're called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope, and life in death and life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. You may be seated. Let our ushers come forward as we receive our tithes and our offerings. was lost but now I'm found I once was lost but now I'm found so far away but I'm home now I once was lost but now I'm found and now my song sings I once was blind but now I see I once was blind but now I see I don't know how but when he touched me I once was blind but now Wow. 
such small sacrifice If not joined with my life I sing in vain tonight May the words I say And the things I do Make my life song sing Bring a smile to you
tell you, they were life songs singing to Christ Jesus every day, every day, because you have been blessed by the eternal triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a great week. <laughs>